Peace and blessings, my brothers and sisters. Welcome back. It's the third week of Advent. Gaudete Sunday. It's like we're almost there Sunday. And with great joy, more joy, but not like crazy Christmas joy, but we're getting there. And this week, I want to reflect on St. Joseph. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I want to invite you to walk with Joseph this week. You know, so many times we, we, we think of the shepherds, the, the three kings, uh, the Virgin Mary. Awesome, amazing, great stuff, great stuff. But how many times have you walked with Joseph to Bethlehem? So, Joseph. In the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew, there's this whole genealogy that goes through like, so-and-so was the father begat so-and-so, so-and-so was this, and all the way down to Joseph, who was the father of Jesus, the foster father of Jesus, uh, who was given this incredible, incredible role. But you read his family line, and there were some characters in his family line. I mean, not the best sample of humanity, I'm just saying. This is like the family line of Jesus. And so I was just thinking, you know, when Joseph was invited to, to take Mary as his wife, he first said, ah, this is above my pay grade. But maybe he was also thinking, do you know my family? I mean, like, uh, you know where I come from? No, man, my, my family's like toxic. <laughs> I, I can't, you know, like, you know, well, well, because of them, like that's, the, that's why I am the way I am. And so many times we get into, like, uh, we recognize real wounds, real traumas from our family. And this kind of like almost keeps us back, but it did it for Joseph. You see, even though his family line was checkered, to say the least, he still said yes to God. He did not allow his own littleness to become an impediment to the will of God. Mm. Sometimes I feel so completely incapable. But thanks be to God, it's not about my ability, but it is about our Lord working through me. And Joseph teaches me this. Also, Joseph was silent. Did you know that he did not say a single word in Scripture? He received dreams, and God spoke to him through angels, right? Sometimes we joke around that, like, you know, when we fall asleep in prayer, which I'm sure doesn't happen to you, uh, but, like, you know, we say, oh, I did a St. Joseph novena because God spoke to St. Joseph when he was asleep. Anyway, um, but he was silent. Ooh, what's the role of silence in listening to God? Oh, there's so many noises going on in our world today. Joseph teaches us to be silent to receive our Lord. And then uh, Joseph was a just man. It says in scripture, he was a just man. And so he wanted to divorce her quietly because he was like, this is like way above my pay grade. Uh, but he was just a man as well. Can you imagine being in, the, in, the, in Nazareth with the Holy Family? I mean, like you have the immaculate conception right there and the divine incarnation. If anything went wrong, it was your fault, right? It's just like, hey, I'm just a man. It's almost like a consolation. 
because it's almost like Mary and Jesus are amazing. But Joseph was there too. And like, Joseph represents the guys who's like, hey, I'm here. You should be happy I'm here. I'm here. I'm saying yes. Almost like we, we are called too. We are called too. And then Pope Francis speaks about St. Joseph's creative courage. Mm. It's, it's courage that, that figures something out when things are getting crazy. And for this, let's go to Bethlehem, okay? So, so Joseph was from Bethlehem, so he probably had family. Like we talk about an innkeeper, maybe it was, but, but it was probably he started knocking on the doors of family. And he knocked on the doors of one of his aunties. Hey, auntie, hey, it's me. This is my wife, Mary. Uh, wondering if we can come in. They said, oh, we're so sorry. There's absolutely no room. Uh, why don't you try your other cousin? And he goes to another cousin and, and the same thing. And, and every single time, Joseph turned to Mary and was like, don't you worry. <laughs> my auntie, she's great, but her house is real small. We need a bigger place, huh? We need a bigger place because like you, you deserve the best, okay? Knocked on another door, it's like rejected again. It's like, ho, 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 don't you worry. <laughs> uh, my, my cousin Fievel, he's a good guy, huh? But look at this house, no, this will not do. And he kept on knocking and, and I don't know, in, 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 my, in my imagination, even, even keeping our lady's spirits up, cheering her up with his smile, his humor, his encouragement. And then when they finally got to the place where Jesus would be born, the, the manger, it was probably a cave in Bethlehem. And they entered in, they could probably smell the smell of animals. And what did Joseph do? In my meditation, I think Joseph entered in and says, look at this, a palace fit for a queen. Oh, the coming of the Lord, the coming of the Lord. Oh, Duke Ox, uh, oh, Lord Donkey. Uh, well, 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 such an august crowd to greet the King of Kings. My brothers and sisters, in this week of Advent, let us prepare our hearts by walking with St. Joseph. God bless.